the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. If Jesus is truly alive in you, that better stir you up. Come on, you got nothing to fear. You got nothing to be afraid of. Jesus is alive in me. Come on, Jesus is alive in you. That is the greatest revelation that you could ever get in your life is an understanding that Jesus is alive in me. His word is alive. He lives in you. You got resurrection power in you. How many of you guys' finances need a resurrection? Come on. How many of your health needs a resurrection? Come on. You got that power available to you. You've got that power available in you. It's time to get an understanding of that power, right? It's time to get an understanding of how to learn how to turn the switch on. Come on, let me tell you, you got electricity, you got SRP, you got some APS, you got a bill calling your name, right? That electricity company is sourcing you power in your home. What do you need to do? You need to plug into it. You need to plug that refrigerator in. You need to plug that blow dryer in. You need to plug that TV in, right? If you don't plug it in, then you got no power. You need to get your thoughts, your mind, your will, your emotions plugged into the word of God. Come on, plugged into the word. If you're dealing with sickness, you're dealing with disease, you better plug into the word of God. You're dealing with lack, some insecurity, you better plug Plug into the word of God. You dealing with whatever. Plug yourself into the word of God. And you got the power, right? You can't call APS and be like, come turn my switch on. I need you to come plug in my TV. They're going to be like, you're stupid. We need sending somebody over there to plug in your TV. You got to do that yourself. God sent Jesus. Come on. He sent Jesus to that cross. He sent Jesus for you plug into the word. He gave us the word of God. Come on. We have it available to us in every translation. Plug into the word of God. Come on. Mama Sasha came for you. I'm ready, right? I'm ready. Why? Because the word is coming for me. The word is coming for me. I'm alive. I'm excited. I'm passionate. I'm stirred up about the word. I am so passionate about the word of God. We are starting a new series tonight. We're talking about being equipped with the perfect will of God. How many of you have ever asked yourself, ever asked, is this God's will for my life? Is this the perfect will of God for my life? Let me tell you, at a young age, I wanted to find and follow the will of God. I wanted to find and discover what God's will was for my life. I knew that God could use me. I knew I needed to become usable, okay? God, use me, use me, use me. Become usable. Come on, become usable. He's giving you the tools. It's time to apply them. So we're going to get equipped with the word of God. How many are ready to be equipped with the word of God? You come to church, right, to be equipped for the work of ministry, to be equipped. So you're getting equipment tonight. 
Again, some tools that we're going to use. Being equipped with the perfect will of God, right? Is this God's will for my life? Is he God's will for my life? Is this job God's will for my life? I don't know why I say it like that, but you know, you know how we be in fantasy land. Is this God's will? Get in the word, all right? Get in the word. God's will is his word. He's not a genie in a bottle. Then he's just going to appear to you and say, here's your three wishes. You want him? Okay. You want that job? Okay. You want that car? Okay. Because let me tell you, the older you get, you be changing your mind all the time. Now you married, you can't change your mind. Oh, did you hear the will of the Lord? (laughs) His will is his word. Come on. As you hear accept and do, come on, you become, you fulfill, and you understand. You hear the word, you accept the word, you do the word, you become the word in action. You fulfill the word, and you get an understanding of the word. Remember the process, information, application, revelation, transformation. The word of God is information. It is our responsibility to put it in application. And let me tell you, a revelation will come. Be faithful, be faithful, be faithful in coming to church, in hearing the word, in taking notes. What do you need to be faithful in? In your application, applying the word, applying the word. How many go to school, right? You're learning math. You're, you're memorizing, you're memorizing, you're memorizing. And then there's a moment where you get an understanding of how you get the answer, right? You're memorizing, you're memorizing, but you have no understanding. You'll pass the test, but you'll repeat the mistake in life. That's, that's facts, right? So we need an understanding of the information, application, revelation, transformation. That's when you become that transformed body, that transformed life. All that God did for you, Jesus alive in you, starts coming out of you, right? Then you have that transformation. You become, let me tell you what you become, what you think about, <laughs> You become what you think about. Why do you think TikTok, YouTube shorts, IG, snappity snap, chattity chat, whatever, what's up app is after your attention, after your attention. Why are they so after your attention? Because they're after your focus. They're after your focus because they're after your thoughts, right? Do you know that you were not even thinking about that vacation until she posted it? You were not even thinking about that uh, food choice until they posted it. And now you can do nothing else but think about, I got to eat that. Why? Because I saw it and I meditated on it and I, I heard, I accepted, and now I'm about to do, right? This is the, we just need to do it for good because we are doing it with social media. We are doing it with all the ads that it is sending our way, right? It's like sending us this outfit and these boots and this and that. And what are we doing? Hearing, accepting, and doing. Now we just need to hear the word, accept the word, and do the word. Meditate on the word. Come on, think on the word. Think about what you're thinking about. The Bible tells us, think on these things. You're wondering what you should be thinking about? The Bible tells us what's up, all right? Think about these things. Paul said in Philippians 4.8, summing it all up, my friends. Woo, did I shock you there? 
<laughs> summing it all up, my friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true. We need to fill our minds and meditate on all the filtered, edited photos being given to us. That ain't even true. Every time you open social media, just start off by saying, that's a lie. Oh, this is facts, okay? That's a lie. Every post that you post is a lie. Because none of us, nobody would post their real self. You will brush your teeth, floss your teeth, comb your hair, right? Just to look like, woke up like this. Now you didn't. We know you didn't. You know you didn't. Stop believing the lie. So we need to meditate on whatever is true. Okay, nobody, that's nobody, okay? No one's doing that. Maybe that's an old post, woke up like this. That's how long it's been since I've been on social media. But whatever, right? Relationship goals. You know, it's just, it's so weird. You know, smile. Smile, family. I want all of you guys to smile right now. We are having a good time on this family vacation. And your kids are like, look happy. Look like we love each other. Okay. Stop. Just actually love each other. <laughs> right? Less patient and kind. Whatever. Meditate on these things. True, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to be praised, not the curse, the word of God, not the tea, not the gossip, not the lie, not the hurt, not your ex, not the pain. Ooh, that's a song, right? No, think on the word. Think on what is true. Put into practice what you've learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized and understood. Do that. And God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Who's God working? You. God's working everything together for my good. He is working that situation. He is working them. No, he is working you. That's where we get it twisted. That's where we get it wrong. Oh, I'm believing for them, and they're going to turn it around, and they're going to do this. And No, you. You. Right? You, God's working you, right, in his most excellent harmonies. It's always about you and the word. You and your relationship with the word of God. It's about you and your relationship with Jesus. It's about you and your personal decision to make him Lord and Savior of your life, right? To make somebody the Lord of your life means that you need to come under authority. You need to submit under authority. Calling him Lord and Savior is not just something Christian we say. Jesus is the Lord of my life, you know? It's just the Lord, it's just not Christianese. We are being robbed because we don't understand the definition of the word of God. How many know if you had a Lord in your life, the King of Kings, you would be surrendered to his law and his will and his way. And if not, you go to jail, right? Don't call him Lord of your life. You are the Lord of your life. Your job is the Lord of your life. Your career is the Lord of your life. Your social media or your phone is the Lord of your life. Tells you when to eat, where to go, when to wake up, when to go to bed. Woo-wee. 
The word is coming for all of us, guys. It's coming for all of us, right? It's about you and the word. It's never about changing them. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you, man, I get this all the time. No, 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 but you don't understand. No, I do. No, no, you don't understand. They hurt me. You don't understand. They never. They always. They make me. And I say, no, they don't. You. <laughs> you let them be Lord of your life and not the word of God. You decided to value their word over your life, over what Jesus did on the cross for you. You decided. Do you see what I'm saying? You give people that power to be Lord over you. You give your career, your job, that power to be Lord over you. And some of us are giving our phone and technology the power to be Lord over us because we surrender, we submit to it. Man, let me tell you, I've been with people, they get a tiny little vibration. Who, 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 what is that? Do you know that nothing even beep? No, I've been with some people, right? They got so many notifications, notifications, notifications that just naturally, out of habit, we are talking face to face and they go like this. I'm like, are you kidding me? We having a real conversation. You're going to check some notifications, whatever. That is so annoying, <laughs> right? They got notifications from people they don't even know and they don't even care about and that doesn't care about them. But here you are. I don't even know what that is. But you've been there checking your phone and you're shocked when there's not a notification. Feeling so lonely, so depressed. I don't got no notifications. Turn them off. Turn them off. Notifications you need is think on these things. The word of God notifying you. Redirect your life. Redirect your decisions. Redirect your thinking. Redirect, redirect because you're off course. Right? Hello. That's what we need. That's what we need them, those notifications, right? It's not about changing them. It's not about them, them, them. You cannot change people. If God can't change people, what makes us think we can? God gave people a free will, and you think you're going to manipulate them to yours? Nah, it's not going to happen. And even if you do manipulate them, it's for a season until they wake up to your scheme. <laughs> They're like, bounce out of here. <laughs> you are not Lord of me, right? That's what happens. And then it's never about them. We, we can't be thinking about changing people. Always focus on what am I in control of? I'm in control of my thoughts. What am I empowered? I'm, I'm in control of my thinking and I'm going to change these thoughts, right? What makes you, what makes you think? What? Well, I, 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 yeah, I, Seriously, if we really woke up to that, what makes me think I can change people? I never want to manipulate people. I want to inspire people. I want to inspire people with the word. I want to inspire people with freedom. I want to inspire people with the truth. I want to inspire people with love. Come on, I want to inspire people with the word. And the only way we're going to do this is when we start focusing on ourselves, focusing on our growth, right? Focusing on renewing our thoughts, focusing on renewing our mind, renewing our heart, renewing our will, renewing our our body. This is why it is so vital that we renew our mind 
to the word of God. Renew our mind to the word of God. Don't be conformed. Don't be molded. Don't be shaped to this world any longer. Molded, shaped, conformed, just like this world. Don't be conformed to your era, right? The generation you were born in. No, thank you. No, thank you. And the reason why people never understand how old I am, because I'm not conformed to my era. Let me tell you, you got tattoos just like your generation. You got piercings just like your generation. You still do your eyeliner just like your generation. You still look just like your generation. You never left that generation, and that generation never left you. <gasps> Woo, amen. How old are you? I'm trying to figure it out. Let me tell you, because I had a dad and I had passion in that said, no, no, no. Dad, I remember asking my dad, 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 I really, really want to get my tongue pierced. Everybody's doing it. Or was it a tattoo? Was it a tattoo? It was not my tongue. It was my tongue? It was my tongue pierced. I wanted a tattoo and my tongue pierced. I was only going to ask him one thing at a time. I was wise. And my dad's like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm in eighth grade. And he's like, so you know what? You and me, Sash, we're going to go up there. We're going to ask that man. Who's that man? Pastor Dan. Who? You and me. We're going to go up there and we're going to ask him if you can get your tongue pierced. And you know me, I'm a cool girl. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do this. I get to church. Me and my little 14-year-old self, I'm like, oh, no, not today. I'm not going to ask him today. Maybe tomorrow. And then my dad's like, all right, cool. Come on, let's go. Let's, I can do all things, girl. Like, you're so bold. You're so brave. Man, I never asked Pastor Dan because I knew that was stupid. I knew that was a dumb question. I knew he was going to give it to me. And I don't know. I had it all in my head, you know, what he was going to say. I thought he was going to give me some scripture or something. I never asked Pastor Dan, and I never got my tongue pierced. And if you have your tongue pierced, you are a product of your generation. <laughs> because everybody's doing it, Dad. Come on. Everybody's doing it, right? Your generation, come on, your culture, your education or lack of it. Don't be conformed to your past, to your family history. Come on, it is wild. It is crazy how family just repeats history. Like, it just repeats the cycle, right? Don't be conformed to your sickness. Don't be conformed to your poverty. Come on. Don't be conformed to your insecurity. Do not be conformed to your broken heart. Do not be conformed to your personality. Do not be conformed to your personal desires. Do not be conformed to your will, your way, your truth. Don't be conformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We got to make the divine exchange. Come on. We've been to encounter. We meditated on the blood of Jesus. Women, we just went to encounter. Men, you about to have your turn. It is game changing. It is empowering to understand why Jesus went to the cross. I'm a kid that said, why, why, why? Tell me why you empower me with information. Literally, I just need to know why. I need to know why. Not in the like, why? In the like, really, tell me why. 
Tell me why. They're so empowering. So we got to make this divine exchange and receive by faith everything Jesus did at the cross for you, everything Jesus did at the cross for me. It's time to receive it all. It's time to get an understanding and walk in it all, right? Don't be conformed any longer. Be equipped with the perfect will of God. It's time to be equipped. Come on, we got the right equipment. You got the right equipment to your military vehicle. Man, when I see these Jeeps all decked out, or I see a military vehicle, or I see a truck with all the lifted kit and everything, I'm like, yeah. For some reason, I want to be like, how much was that? Like, what came with the car? How much were those rims? I am so fascinated. I'm watching a show right now about planes, a plane big enough to fit 900 people. The engine has a Rolls-Royce engine. It's got two engines on it. It is so fascinating to me. I just want to know why. I don't know why, but I want to know why. You know what? It's time to know why. The word works, and it's time to stop being void of power, right? If you go to pray for something, and you bring in your voice. Come on, you speak in the Lord, but you don't believe it, and you're wondering why you're void of power. Void of power. It's time to get an understanding of the power that dwells inside of you. Come on, amen. The power that dwells inside of you. Don't be conformed any longer. Be equipped with the perfect will of God. Embrace your new life in Christ, redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Come on, we sang that song. Greater is the blood. What are you going through in life? Greater is the blood. Right? What are you dealing with in life? It's not just a song to sing. It's a song to live by. It's a song to sing over your life. Yes, greater is the blood. Greater is the blood over this depression. Greater is the blood over this anxiety. Greater is the blood, come on, over this fear. Greater is the blood. Paul said in Romans 12 too, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed, right? This is information, application, revelation, transformation. It's a process. It'll progressively change as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes we got to keep our focus keep our eyes on Jesus always coming back to the word continuing in the word so that you may prove for yourself so that you may prove for your spouse so that you may prove for your neighbor so that you may prove for your pastor no you got to prove for yourself Proof for yourself. You may prove for your parents. You may prove for whoever. No, you need to prove for yourself what the will of God is. What's God's will for my life? Proof for yourself in that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and his purpose for you. Do not be conformed any longer. Be equipped with the perfect will of God. Do not be stressed or pressured any longer. Be equipped with the perfect will of God. There's nothing more powerful than understanding that you are right on track with God's will and God's plan and God's purpose for your life. 
It's such a rewarding life. Do not be deceived or willfully ignorant any longer. Be equipped with the perfect will of God. Don't be willfully ignorant. You come to church, you hear the word, apply it. If you're in here and you're not taking notes and you're not applying this word, you are choosing to be willfully ignorant and wondering why you're void of power. Get an understanding of the word. Get an understanding and be equipped with the perfect will of God. Don't blame God, the devil, or other people. <laughs> we blame the devil for a lot of things that we did. Like the devil didn't make you do it. You ate it. And we can see it. These are facts, right? The devil made me do it. No. Your thoughts are controlling you, right? Take, take control of your thoughts. Think on these things. Don't blame God, the devil, or others any longer. Be equipped with the perfect will of God, right? Don't be sick. How many are ready to, like, really make the divine exchange? Everything that Jesus paid on the cross for, you're going to receive. You're going to receive healing. You're going to receive prosperity. Come on. Don't be sick, broke, weak, lazy, insecure, selfish, depressed, or brokenhearted any longer. Today's the day we draw a line in the sand. Everything that Jesus did on the cross, I receive it. I'm going to walk in it right? We're going to apply it. We're going to be equipped with the perfect will of God. God's will is his word. You want to know God's will for your life? Know his word. Get an understanding of his word. Apply his word. It's the most empowering thing you could ever equip yourself with is with the word of God, with the word of God, with an understanding of the word of God. In all you're getting, get an understanding. In all we're getting, we're trying to get a career. In all our getting, we're trying to get a relationship. In all our getting, we're trying to get money. In all our getting, we're trying to get fame and followers in all our getting let's get an understanding of the word of God in all of your getting get an understanding the more understanding of God's word we have in our hearts we have in our minds the better life decisions we make amen we make way better life decisions when we have an understanding of what God's word says about money when we have an understanding about what God's word says about our new identity, when we have an understanding about what God's word says about love and marriage, love is patient, love is kind, love suffers long. How many are ready to go out there and find somebody you can suffer long with? No, you out there looking for somebody hot. You out there looking for somebody rich. You out there looking for somebody shredded. Find you someone you can suffer long with. That's a ride or die. Right? The more understanding of God's word we have in our hearts, the better decisions we make. I get asked all the time, how do I know if this person is God's will for my life? Mostly it's girls. That's why I say that. How do I know? How do I know? Right? How do I know? How do I know if this job is God's will for my life? How do I know if this financial decision is God's will for my life? You want to know what my response is? How do you find and follow God's will? How do you find and follow God's will? So you get a question with a question. How do you know and find and follow God's will? Know his word. You got to know his word for yourself. You can't just come up and ask me to be a genie for you. 
You can't just come up and ask me, is this God's will? Because then when he turns into a hot mess, but you said, no, you chose. <laughs> you chose, right? No, God's word for yourself. Renew your mind to his word. Be transformed from the inside out. And that's how you make better life decisions. And let me tell you, there's no perfect person but Jesus. And he is not here. He's in you. Right? So you're not going to marry Jesus unless you're me. Then it's just me and Jesus. <laughs> but I'm just saying there's no perfect person. So stop looking for the perfect person. Anybody needed that? Okay. Be transformed from the inside out. Right? It's like, how do I know? How do I know? Know the word. And let me tell you, that takes what? Time. It takes valuable time to get an understanding of the word, to get the word in you. And guess what? Ain't nobody got time for that. And this is facts. This is why we're in the relationships we're in. We're in the jobs we're in. We're in the financial status that we're in. Because ain't nobody got time for that. How do I know if this is God's will for my life? Get in the word. Get renewed, renewing your mind. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. I need an answer right now. I, right, we need answers right now. And you know what? We also need answers that align with our feelings right now. You come up and you're asking, is this God's will for my life? And I need to know by Saturday because I already got a reply. Okay. <laughs> then you already know what you're going to do. So go and do. Right? Right? No, I need an answer right now. And I also need an answer that aligns with my feeling right now. But let me tell you, your feelings will change tomorrow. Your feelings, like my 15-year-old my self, feelings are different. Right? My yesterday self, feelings are different. My two hours ago self, feelings are different. Feelings are different, right? We need answers that pay the bill right now. I, I need to know God's will for my life. I need you to pray for me. I got rent due tomorrow. Okay? When did you get paid? Two weeks ago? What did you do with it? I spent these shoes. Aren't they cute? Yeah, but who's going to pay the bills? Right? I need, I need, a, I need you to, a prayer right now. I need an answer right now. You need the word. You need the word. You need to renew your mind, right? We need answers that melt fat right now. Can you pray for me to be skinny? You think if I could pray that I wouldn't pray for myself? But that's what we want, right? Anybody? Right now. I need an answer right now. That's not how it works. That's not how life works. You know what? That's actually how debt works. I can't afford it. I need it now. So I'm going to charge, charge, charge. Feeling large and in charge. Charge it, baby. Charge it, baby. Um, no. That bill comes in. Comes a knocking, right? That's not how life works. Without new information, we just repeat mistakes over and over. Without new information, we just repeat the crazy cycle over and over, right? Without new information, we, we repeat the same bad financial decisions over and over, right? If I ever got out of this situation, I would never get back. And somehow a miracle happens and you get out of that financial situation. And what happens three years later? You're back. You need new information. You need new information, application, revelation, transformation, right? 
If we just, if we don't get new information, we just repeat the same bad relationships over and over. You're in the same relationship with a new person and a new name, but you the same. So what can you do but repeat, right? This is why we need information. We need new information. We need the information of God's word. Without new information from the word of God, we are just conformed. We are just conformed to our era, to our generation, to our culture, to our education, to our past, to our family history. We're just conformed to our sickness, to our poverty, our lack, our broken heart, our personality, our own personal desires. Without new information, we are just conformed to our will, our way, and our truth. My, my, my. Sounds like the devil. And I will ascend. Oh, no thanks. We're not of that family anymore, right? We just spent a whole month last month. What were we talking about? Seed, time, and harvest. It's seed, time, and harvest. We need to get the word of God planted in our heart and water it. Meditate on it. Focus on it and reap a harvest bearing much fruit, right? If you truly wanted to know if this person, this career, this financial decision is God's will or not, then take the time to find out for yourself what the word of God says. You got to take the time for yourself. What does God's word say? Don't be like everybody else say, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, you got time for that. You're going to put the time in now or you're going to put the time in later when you have a broken heart. You're going to put the time in either way. Might as well do it before. Might as well save the heartache, right? Get wisdom. Get understanding. Seek counsel. Ask for mentorship. Mentorship is sought after. Mentors are not chasing you. You better chase them. You better chase them. Show up to grow up every time we have service. The word is going out. Hear it. Accept it. Don't be offended by it and do it. You hear the word. You accept the word. You are not offended by the word. You apply in the word, right? Stop playing house. All you singles out there. Singles mean you do not have a last name of the person you're with. Because we're not even sure what single is anymore. Okay? If you are not married, you're single. Status on your taxes. Single. Stop playing house just like everybody else and find out for yourself what the word of God says, right? Stop chasing money just like everybody else and find out for yourself what does God's word say about money? What does God's word say about marriage? What does God's word say about love? Stop playing church. We got to stop playing religion. We got to stop playing church, just showing up, looking cute, thinking you get a brownie point from Jesus. No, stop playing church and find out, just like everybody else, we play in church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And out there looking and walking and talking just like the world, void of power, just as sick as the world, just as broke as the world, just as lost as the world. And the Christians are like looking to the world to be encouraged. Looking to motivational speakers to be empowered. Look to the word. Come on, look to the word. Find out for yourself what the word of God says. Jesus told us so clearly. Know them by their fruit. You want to know if they're the one? Know them by their fruit. Before you jump in bed with them, let them have time to produce some fruit. Okay? It's getting silent in here. All right. How are you going to know 
somebody if you don't even have enough time for them to produce some fruit. Let them get a little angry. Let them spend a little money. See how they treat their mom. See how they treat their dad, right? How are you going to know them? Look to their fruit. Know them by their fruit. If you're truly interested in finding the one, you better become the one. Become the one you're looking for as well, right? Become all that you were created to, to be in Christ Jesus. Become all that God has called you to be. Find yourself first in the word. Don't find yourself first in somebody else. Getting your value from them. You find yourself first in the word. Discover what God's word says about you. What God's word says about love. What God's word says about marriage. Don't play childish games. We are, what's God's perfect will? Is he the one? Is she the one? Look to the word. Find out all these things. Don't play house until he makes you his spouse. Seriously. Okay, for free. Don't give yourself away to everyone who passes by. It gives you a little attention. No, you are more valuable than that. Don't be conformed to this world and have relationships just like the world. Just like the world, in any relationship, share your intentions and ask hard questions. It is so important. Man, rise up. Share your intentions. I'm out here for a reason. I'm out here for a purpose. I know God has a plan for my life. This is my intentions. My intentions is not to sleep around. My intentions is not to do this. My intentions is to find a wife. Oh, she's not even going to know what to do, right? Share your intentions and ask hard questions. Don't rush things. Get to know someone and observe their fruit. We want to know what's God's will. We've got to find it in his word. And God's word gives us so much wisdom when it comes to relationships. God's word gives us so much wisdom when it comes to money. God's word gives us so much wisdom when it comes to finding and fulfilling purpose. Get to know someone. Observe their fruit. If the tree is good, it bears good fruit. If the tree is bad, it bears bad fruit. Let me tell you, talk is cheap. Show me the fruit. Talk is cheap. Show me the fruit. Also, when you're sharing your intentions, share your core values. Some of you are wondering, like, oh, man, I didn't come in here for some relationship guidance. But what is the thing that's causing you the most pain out there? Relationships. What is out there costing you the most money? Relationships. What are you mostly in here for? Because you got a relationship problem. <laughs> a relationship problem with Jesus, a relationship problem with your spouse, a relationship problem with whoever. Let me tell you, we need relationship advice from the word. Stop getting it from TikTok and from IG and from wherever else you're going to find it. Get it from the word. What does God's word say, right? When you are sharing your intentions about getting to know somebody, share your core values, your priorities for life. And this is why it's important that you know your core values. Do you even know what your priority in life is? Is it the will of God, right? This is why it's so important that you become the one you're looking for. 
and every married person would say, amen, <laughs> right? Amen. Handle that baggage before you bring it into this relationship. Handle it, right? Become the one. If you're looking for someone with Thor arms and a fat bank account, and let me tell you, wouldn't that be fun? You guys are lying if you say no. Whatever. We're looking for them Thor arms, a fat bank account. What do you need to work on? Your fat arms and your empty bank account. But I'm believing God for Thor arms and a fat bank account. And your arms so flabby they whack back, you know? Your bank account's so empty, it's overdrafted, max, max, maxed out. But we were like, I'm in faith. I got a vision board. Like, are you serious? Like, sorry to burst your bubble, but that's fantasy land. You can't even fake faith that, right? No. Don't just play church and fake faith it with a lottery ticket vision board. Well, I put it on my vision board, and it's going to happen. Become the word in action. That's how it's going to happen, right? Be a person of substance. Be a person of your word. Be a person of integrity. Be a person with deep roots in your new creation identity. Be a person who speaks the truth in love. And if you don't know your values, it is so important to get an understanding of what you value. Come on, we got love life values here. We got love life values. If you don't know them, they're on the website. If you don't know them, we have a brochure here available. One of the ushers will get you one. But we have a set of core values, love life. And it, and it uh, is the acronym love life. And if you don't know your own values, adopt these, okay? Adopt these as your own. Love. We love God. We love people. And we love life. Imagine if you're getting to know somebody and you're saying, these are my values. Do you love God? That would be a great start, right? Do you love people? Do you even love life? Because I need to know you're about to make mine rough. Outreach. We always look for opportunities to connect people with God. That's what my life is about. Is your life about that? Always looking for opportunities to connect people with God. Value. We value people and treat them with respect and honor. Enthusiasm. We keep a good attitude. Living for and serving God with great joy. Leadership. We lead, influence, and inspire others through our example. We lead the way. We show the way. We are the way to Jesus, right? Integrity. We align our thinking, heart, and actions according to biblical standards. Fellowship. We do life as one united family. We are better together. Excellence. We always give our best because God gave us his best. And as you become the one, or you become all you were created to be, or you become the great father, or you become that great husband, it's by applying the word to your life, leading your family well, right? As you become the one, adopt these as your own core values. Ask any person that you're interested in, what's your values? You want a best friend? What's your values? What do you value, right? 
Do these values align with your values, right? You're going to save yourself so much heartache if you can get an understanding of these truths before you jump into a relationship, before you just jump into something you have no idea what you're doing. Are you qualified for a relationship? Anyways, right? Just don't jump into a relationship with somebody and call it God's will. It's God's will. I found God's will for my life. Okay. Take your time, share your intentions, ask hard questions. And you know what you should ask too? What's your definition of love? Like, honestly, imagine if we had these real conversations, even with our young people, even with our teenagers. What's your definition of love? Hear from them. Find out what their definition is and show them the word, right? What's your relationship with God like? What's your relationship with his word like? What's your relationship with his church like, right? What's your priorities in life like? Because for me, it's God first. And we're going to live our life with God first. We're going to be the example. We're going to show the way to others, to the generation coming up. For me, right, it's God first in my time, talent, treasures, ties, and offering. And they're like, you tithe? Oh, yeah. I'm a tither. I would not tithe, okay? Because you're about to get in a relationship with somebody that's like, oh, I don't tithe. You better run. They can't put God first. You think they're going to put you? Okay. It's God first in my thinking, eating, sleeping, working. It's God first in my heart, soul, mind, and body. God be first. His will be done first, right? His will be done first. And it's following, finding his word is following and finding his will in our finances, in our future, in our family, in our relationships. All the decisions that we make in life should come from a secure place of understanding the word and understanding that we are right on track with God's will and God's plan for our life. This is how we know his perfect will by knowing his word. Romans 12.1. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you could do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God and you'll be changed from the inside out, readily recognizing what he wants from you and quickly responding to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Fix your attention on God. Immerse yourself in his word. Identify areas in your life where your thinking, your feeling, come on, your doing is conformed to this world. And receive by faith the divine exchange. What Jesus paid for at the cross belongs to you. Make the exchange. Exchange all of your ugly for all of his good. And I just have so much more that I want to keep on going. But you know what? We got time. We're going to have a part two and a part three and a part four. How many of y'all received something tonight? Amen? God's word has so much for our everyday life. 
We're not going to play church anymore. We're going to receive God's perfect will. Amen. We're going to be equipped with God's perfect plan and his perfect purpose. Amen. I love you guys so much. I'm believing for a great harvest on this word in Jesus' name. We'll see you all on Saturday and Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.